We should embrace it. Yeah. We should we should seek to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Take yeah. risks and have pain. So that's that we a learn. that's a really good perspective, I think. Today we have special guest Corey Nomoto. He's made millions as a fix and flipper. Has now transitioned to uh, running a private lending company, Kecko Capital. He runs a team of 11 guys, and they originate over 100 million dollars a year. Welcome to the show, homie. Thank you, Daniel. Appreciate it. So awesome to have you on, bro. Just uh, I don't know if you're aware of it, but when I kind of first started my journey as an investor, you were one of the first guys to kind of like walk me through the process and really like help me to get like, my start in the very beginning. So super appreciate. It. I don't know if you remember those those days. Oh, back I remember then, but, absolutely. Yeah. But I super appreciate that time. So just thank you for thanks. For being oh, on, of I course. Guess today, man. So. Well, actually, when we first met, I don't even know if you recall. But it was Starbucks, I think. Yeah, we met Starbucks mm-hmm. right in like Salt. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And that, I yeah. remember uh, leaving that meeting thinking I got so much value from that meeting, mm-hmm. which was um, I wasn't something I wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, really, it was like how you could help us, like with our back end when we were mm-hmm. just starting our mm-hmm. new company, Keiko Capital. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, I still have photos of like us in the whole, me and Alex in the hotel room, you on Zoom or. So kind of like the, I know I've, I've heard your story before, but it's a super interesting story of like the, how you actually started in real estate. So walk us through what was that like? What were you doing before real estate? And how did you actually get introduced into real estate? Um, so I started in 2011. Okay. Uh, man, I can, there's so many different uh, variations because uh-huh, my story is uh-huh. kind of long, but. Well, I was uh, basically in California, Southern California, okay. in Riverside. Yeah. And it's more inland. <clears throat> and uh, I was going to school at Cal Baptist University. Okay, okay. And f- so I was finishing college. My degree was in exercise science and marketing. Okay. And uh, I didn't want to do either of that. <laughs> you know, I was like, my last year in college, I was getting anxiety because I was like, okay, I just spent thousands of dollars on school. Yeah, yeah. Like seven years of my life because yeah. it took me seven years <laughs> to get my four-year degree. Okay. You know, I was a career student. <laughs> okay. And, um... So I was getting anxious because I, one, I was like, I don't want to be a physical therapist, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. what I was kind of going to school yeah, for. Yeah. And two is like, actually, I don't really want to work at all, you know? okay. <laughs> like, which was like new feelings for me because mm-hmm. I, I was never one to be lazy or, yeah, yeah. but I felt lazy. I felt there's shame in that yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what I, if anything, I'm the opposite of that. Yeah, yeah. So that was new feelings for me, which... I come to find out later on, it's just what I was searching. I was searching for something, mm-hmm. a different path, yeah, a path yeah. of entrepreneurship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, you're, so you're, you're about to graduate from school, but you're, like, you're not sure, like, you feel like the, the degree that you're going to get kind of is not, like, what you really want to do for the rest of your life. So what, what happens next? Well, um, so I, I know I was searching for something. My father was telling me to re- read Rich Dad, Poor Dad okay, okay. for years, okay. and, like, I hated to read. Okay. Um, and for some reason during that last year of college, I picked okay. it up just read it. The like, magical book that, that's oh, man, yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, so you read Rich Dad Poor Dad. I read Rich Dad Poor Dad just like everybody else <laughs> changed my life because okay. it was all the words I needed to hear at the right mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. because I was facing that dilemma. I was like, okay, I'm, I'm finishing school. Yeah. Yeah. I'm about to go into the workforce, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. do I really want, like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah it didn't yeah, seem yeah. like a, a smart plan for me where, mm-hmm. you know, you work for 30, 40 years save up for retirement, hope that it's enough to make it to the end, yeah, you know, yeah. and uh, it didn't seem smart to me, but yeah, that's yeah. the normal path. I so. mean, that's the path that so much of us actually know. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's like the only path, you know, right? So like when you read that book, it kind of opened your eyes to like a, maybe like another path or another way avenue of. Oh, absolutely. Well. It's, it's a book about entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. but um, he talks a lot about real estate. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so that got me. And in the book, I believe it was in Rich Dad, there, he says that, you know, the, the first thing to do is just go to your local RIA clubs, uh -huh, real estate uh -huh. investment clubs, right? Okay. So I was searching kind of like Google and stuff. I saw New Wealth Advisors Club. Okay. okay. Um, who are in Hawaii as well. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, and I still didn't take action, mm -hmm. but then I remember driving on the side of the freeway and they had one of their signs up, their bandit signs, okay. like okay. Uh, real estate investors, um, learn while you earn or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, okay, like I'll call, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then I ended up calling. It was the same company. So okay. it was, it was like, they're on Google. Well, they're on. Yeah. So they're, they, they do it right. You know, and uh, some good marketing. Oh there, yeah. So, yeah. And when I went in there, um, that was my first kind of experience to mm -hmm. real estate, With or, real life investors or mm -hmm. seeing like, from like, uh, yeah. Okay. And, uh, but when I went there, I realized like, this feels different. Like mm -hmm. they're all people who seem like they, are ambitious they okay. want something more out of life like they're yeah. not you know they we're not talking about careers here we're yeah. talking about like investing and entrepreneurship yeah, yeah, yeah. and money and yeah. and principles and mm -hmm. everything i needed to hear at the right time so yeah. but i was still so shy like i was very introverted yeah shy and um so I would sit in the back of the room, closest yeah. to the exit. Like, I always, I did the same thing when I, yeah. yeah. I mean, just like, it's, we're naturally, naturally introverts, right? Like the. Yep. Yeah. And just naturally, it, mm. it, to this day, like mm. I, I would battle it. The default mode, right? But yeah. you, you kind of like improved yourself over the course to kind of like be able to, now you're speaking on some stages and have like a, a team, but like naturally at heart, like we're the back of the room kind of guys. Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> like we can, we can put on the face, but mm. after it, it drains me yeah. and yeah. I got to go recharge, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, um, I sat in on that and that was the second kind of change my life okay. experience all within like a few months, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and even I've, since then I've been to many conferences, many mm -hmm. like meetups, masterminds, you know, mm -hmm. all the big ones and go to the back of the room, you know, ones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, um, to this day that, the that first club with new authors, that one has, is different. It's just different. It's more family oriented. They don't fly in and then fly out. Mm -hmm. They fly in, they build and embed in, in the community, okay, okay. you know, so yeah, they, yeah. they don't form another club unless they're going to have a physical presence got it, there because yeah. they know how important it is. And yeah. I'm realizing that too, now that we have a team and mm -hmm. yeah, we can work remotely for what yeah. we do, but the relationships and the face to face makes a big difference when you're trying to do anything, right? Yeah, it's so, everything. Yeah. Like the culture, camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how to deal with problems and issues. Yeah, work yeah, work yeah. together as a team. Yeah, you know, yeah, so it's, yeah, yeah. It, it keeps it, it keeps you going. Yeah, I'll tell you this one quickly. But so at, through New Wealth, I met okay. um, Anthony and Tony. Okay, they're both uh, names were Anthony. Okay. <laughs> one went by Anthony, <laughs> and one went by Tony. Anthony kind of took charge in leading me. Okay, and uh, he really was my men first mentor mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and he was uh can i swear on this thing yeah go ahead okay. go for it he, he was a hard ass okay and um, okay. um from the first time i met him you know he kind of would the first question he asked and um the meeting already kind of got off to a bad start okay because because okay. his partner tony called me like 30 minutes like maybe like a few hours ahead and said, Hey, just make sure you're not late. You know? Okay. Okay. And I was like, okay. But he called me just to tell me that. So I figured, okay, Anthony definitely doesn't like yeah, yeah, people yeah, late. Yeah. And, um, so I left early and we we're meeting at, at the Starbucks on La Sierra, but you know, California, I mean, these streets can run. From yeah. Miles, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I went to the Starbucks in La Sierra, you know, just five after 10 after, and then finally I get a call from Tony. I'm at the wrong one, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> no, like, I just <laughs> yeah, blew it, yeah, you know, yeah. like, 
So I race over to the other one. I'm already like super nervous. Out, yeah, <laughs> and like come out of the car. They're sitting there. And he tells me like, look, listen, man, like I know you're from out of town, you know, and you're not from around here. And uh, but he said, if, if, if you were from here and like if for any other yeah, reason, yeah. I would not be here. Yeah. You know, I like, yeah. So I was just apologizing yeah, up and yeah, down, yeah. you know, but it set the expectation, yeah. you know be professional show and like, up. It, but it shows how valuable his time is at the same time right yeah. so like he doesn't want to waste his time so like he doesn't want people who are who are only he wants people who are serious right who's yep. like willing to like respect his time and put in the work right yep. so like that's a really good tone setter yeah so and i learned so many lessons from anthony and i don't even know if i haven't reconnected to with him to this day yeah but yeah i will hopefully one day and uh to thank him you know mm-hmm. and so anyways i door knocked for them for um a f- like a full year okay. in 2012 okay. Um, so I, I didn't really catch the crash on the way down mm-hmm, in the great recession, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I, I was door knocking at the bottom of the market. So yeah, I saw yeah, the yeah. aftermath. Yeah. Know, yeah. Everybody was upside down, short yeah. sales, foreclosures everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So, and, uh, I had door knocked for them for a year and that was the most uncomfortable year of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but it was where I grew the most yeah, to yeah. this day. You know, I wouldn't yeah. be sitting here. You know, I think mm-hmm. if I didn't have that year. Overcoming those like mental hurdles of like talking to strangers and like just like putting yourself way out of your comfort zone, right? It's, oh, a, absolutely. it's a skill and like a muscle that you're constantly stretching. The more you do it, the more you can put yourself in other situations that are uncomfortable as well too, right? Oh, so, yeah. yes. And I wish I learned this lesson early mm-hmm. on is that you have to understand that growth is mm-hmm. painful. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's painful. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's yeah. uncomfortable. Like, it's, it's all of that. Yeah. 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 So. But if we know that growth is on the other side of it, yeah. you know, and, and a new and improved version of you is on the other side yeah, of that, yeah. we should embrace it. Yeah. Like we, should, we should seek to be uncomfortable, yeah, yeah. take risks and have pain so that's that we a, learn. That's a really good perspective, I think. Like just, most people, like we try to avoid and run away from like pain or, or failure or like right. anything uncomfortable. But if you take that approach where like you know that growth and, and success is on the other side of that, if you run towards uncomfortableness, it'll put you so much farther in life than like if you were to kind of just try to avoid everything, right? So, oh, yeah. absolutely. And you expedite that process, mm-hmm. you know, because one way or another, to get to the next level and the next level, yeah, you're going to yeah, have yeah. to go through that. Yeah, anyway. You're yeah, going to have to yeah. gain those attributes. So why not do it quickly? Yeah, that's a really good point, you know, too. Why not be aggressive? Just rip the bandaid off one time where yeah. it's like the slow, the slow feel, right? So. Exactly. <laughs> like, why not seek it out and yeah. like bring it on, like, yeah. you know, embracing it, basking mm-hmm, it a little mm-hmm, bit mm-hmm. To, to pull all the lessons you can before you move on. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. I love that. Otherwise, love that. you're going to have the same hard lesson over and over. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you have to repeat, 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 right? Yeah. So like it's a. Mm-hmm. But that, that I've. And since I've learned that, like all the lessons I've learned, I try to pass along mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. very fulfilling to see what happens yeah, you yeah. Know, with people when they have to go through the same it's, I feel like you kind of see like somebody's kind of character come out too during that time, right? Because like it's, it's fight or flight where like somebody faces a challenge, some guys will just like back down and run away, right? Like, yeah. and, like, so, like a lot of investors I think we talk to, like when they're just starting out, the first challenge they, they get, they're like, they're out, they're out of the picture. But the mm-hmm. guys who are like, they're like, hey, can you help me with this? I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm struggling through this, but I'm going to fight through it. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys you can kind of see who are going to have like success in the long term, right? So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But you know, so, so you, you're door knocking for a year. What's the transition there to like the, your first deal or your first few deals? So I ended up moving uh, back to Hawaii. I had okay. a choice whether to stay there, okay, uh, okay. get a job, hopefully to survive. Okay. Or, or move home and okay. same thing, get a job, survive okay. and try to okay. pursue this, you know? So I ended up uh, 
choosing to go home because okay. come here back here to Hawaii because I just was, I was homesick. I yeah, miss my yeah. family, you know. <clears throat> and I realized up there is like I'm never gonna move away. You know, <laughs> I wanna I wanna build my empire and my legacy right here at home. I feel the same way, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, sometimes we have to venture out to come yeah, back, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, see the... Even with investing. So, but and I ended up going to the local meetup clubs because I was like, man, that worked out for me last time, yeah, you yeah, know, so yeah, yeah. found a local uh, meetup club. Okay. I ended up volunteering to be the, the administrator. Okay. Okay. So I was keeping track of all the, the members and okay, you know, schedule okay, and stuff. Okay, okay. <clears throat> and uh, that was a meetup for experienced investors. So I wasn't even supposed to be in the mm-hmm, room. Mm-hmm. You had to have done at least one deal to okay. be in the room. So you have done zero deals up to this point, even though you've been door knocking for a year, yep. but you kind of been passing the deals on to like the more experienced guys to kind of close and like, and take yep. care of. Okay. Yep. They did teach me as I was mm-hmm. uh, door knocking for them, but they were doing a, a very unique strategy at the time, um, okay. which is more specific for those times when yeah, there's yeah, a lot of properties yeah. upside down. But um, what that taught me was that, oh, real estate investing is not just you're not just a landlord. Yeah, you know, yeah, like you yeah. Can, uh, there's other strategies like yeah, wholesaleing yeah. and fix yeah, and flip. Yeah, so yeah. I started doing research. Um, mm-hmm. I started out, I chose wholesaling because okay. that was kind of my only option at yeah. the time. I mean, that's how everybody starts with no money. They feel like that. that's like the, yeah. the easiest or best option, right? So Yeah, so um, I took the whole path, right? From door knocking, wholesaling, <laughs> fix and flip. But uh, I ended up sitting uh, or on as an administrator for the, okay. the mastermind group. <clears throat> and that was the probably the first thing, big thing that helped change my career Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because, um, and that's, you know, it's important to understand why as well, because even though I was the administrator, kind of like the assistant, you know, um, that was probably the most influential seat because you have to know everybody in the okay, room. Okay. You have everyone's contact information, you know, and, and if there's problems, they call you, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and so I had to know everyone in the room and what they need. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like so you're the connector to everything so like the you're the focal point of whenever anybody needs something <clears throat> you have a, a very important seat inside the inside the room even though you didn't have any deals on your belt at that time so yeah exactly so if you can and really what it, what it came down to is like i provided value yeah, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I gave you're first. working for this thing right it's like yeah. you're a great attitude good hard work and you're mm-hmm. putting giving something that like working for free right but like at the same yep. time it's like it's a it's an important position that like that the the meetup needed or the the team needed, right? So yeah, absolutely. And I learned so much mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just sitting in on it. I would take notes, you just know? osmosis and li- and listening to what people are doing. Yeah. So, yeah, I would take notes, which then became the minutes for everybody. Like, okay, since I was okay. taking notes anyways, I just yeah. dispersed it as yeah, minutes yeah. to the room. Uh, but they had to put their email in. Yeah, you know? yeah. And so yeah, I had everyone's I don't know, nice buyers list, yeah. you know, like <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, and uh. So that was the perfect seat for me. And I took that lesson with me to this day. Today, I'm a co-chairman of the membership committee of the okay. NPLA. Okay. And um, same thing. I'm in the, since I'm co-chairman of the membership committee, okay. our job as a membership committee oversee is all to the oversee the members. So okay. recruiting, you know, um, strategic members mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. servicing the existing members. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But through that, I, we have to know everybody. So we yeah, know all yeah. of the other you know, companies yeah, like, yeah, yeah. that are, so I mean, it's, it's funny. You're taking the same seat that you took on like five or seven years ago over there as a fix and flipper into the private lending space. Like yeah. just like the same principles of adding values, being a connector and trying to see how you can help other people. Right. So yeah, absolutely. As simple as that, honestly, because that's how I got, um, I, in like my first deal, I, it came off of a mailer. Okay. Uh, postcards. Okay. And, uh, it was actually a sub two deal. Okay. And, okay. 
but I didn't know how to structure sub two deal at yeah, the time. Yeah. So I, um, but since I was sitting in the mastermind, mm -hmm, um, Jonah mm -hmm. Kogan, who's a friend of mine okay. and who's a mentor of mine, I learned a lot from him. Okay. Okay. He, um, was just did a presentation on sub two okay, and how okay. he took down this deal sub two. Okay. I was like, man, I think that fits one of the leads in my yeah, pipeline yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. you know? So I ended up calling him cause I had his information, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and I, I asked him, he helped me look at it and he's like, yeah, well, if you can lock mm -hmm. it up for this price, you can wholesale it to me for this price. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. I, I ended up making 15 grand. Awesome, man. But he made like a couple hundred yeah, thousand yeah, 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 on yeah. That, that single family house flip out in Ever Beach. Yeah, yeah. You know? So I mean like, so I mean like, but you got to kind of see that process and like kind of introduce it into mm -hmm. the world. So that 15 grand in the grand <clears throat> scheme of things is very small, but it's kind of like a proof of proof of concept for you that like this thing works and like now you've got like a, a friend and like whenever you make other people money they, yeah. they you become more friends right so like if you yeah. if you work together and you make a lot of money for the other person like they just don't naturally will, will like you and want to help you more right oh, yeah. so yeah yeah and uh, there's trust in that mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. when you when there's money involved there's yeah. there's a lot of trust yeah, so. yeah yeah and um jonah asked me if he, I wanted to help trash and demo the house with him. And I was like, mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, I would have wholesaled it for free <laughs> just to ride the project, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, going through that, I was like shoulder to shoulder with him, okay, like okay. putting, like filling trash bags, sweating, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And like, I was loving it because <laughs> I had every minute to him by himself. Like when he, when we used to go to the meetups, everyone used to go to Jonah okay, because okay. like he had the most experience. Yeah, He's very yeah. like down to earth guy. Yeah. 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 And so <clears throat> I, I had his time for like yeah. a couple hours. That's like super valuable. People pay like hundreds of thousands or hundreds of dollars or maybe it's hundreds of thousands of dollars for, yeah. for just time with some of these more experienced guys. And so, yeah. Yeah. And so I learned about, you know, everything about him, yeah, where he invests, yeah. like he's in Boston yeah. too, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. just his philosophy behind mm -hmm, business mm -hmm, and everything. Mm -hmm. So in, I'm so grateful because I got to help him on the next one and the yeah, next one. So yeah, I wholesaled yeah. like two more to him Okay, okay. before I was kind of ready to yeah. go, you know, before you're ready to strike out on your own, kind mm -hmm. of take down your own deal. So, yeah. okay. Mm -hmm. So you wholesaling, you kind of like the, like wholesaling to Jonah. How did you transition to like maybe doing your own, your very first fix and flip? Um, well, so I ended up working with another investor okay. um, here in Hawaii and I was going to take over his company one day, but okay. it just wasn't the right fit yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, uh, I noticed too, like so much things that should have been done better. With, um, his, with your, your investors, I mean, yeah. partner's company. Okay. And like also is like from everything down to the culture was mm -hmm. the most important thing. I realized that. And the reason why I didn't feel the the that it was my place to yeah, say anything yeah. was because of the culture. I see. It I was see. very much a yes man culture. I see. I see. And yeah. um, so it, it came to a point where you know me alongside Layla were basically running the company. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I realized, you know what? I think I have to go off on my own and do I it yeah. our, like the way I I would want yeah, to do yeah. it. You with know. your with your core values in place and kind of like the way that you see like the want to run like a company so yeah okay exactly yeah so you kind of you struck out on your own to kind of start doing your own fix and flips mm -hmm. like the what was that process kind of like well i i didn't actually go off on my own because uh i was about to okay and then um i was flipping a house next uh, across the street from my business partner today his okay. name is Kikoa, um and he lives in Seattle. He goes back and forth all okay, the time. Okay. And um, uh, he asked me, he said, hey, man, do you mind if I you just go check on the project? Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. 
make sure the guys are there and yeah, this yeah, and that. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, man. He's like, yeah, I'll cut you in like for half of it. You know, wow, I was okay, like, okay. well, dude, like you don't have to do that. Like yeah, I can yeah. just literally like, right across the street. I can just walk over and check it out. Okay. But just the fact that he offered that, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. told me a lot, you know, and I already kind of, we were friends. We'd work out at the gym mm-hmm, all the time mm-hmm. and, um, we had to talk about it. Like maybe we should partner, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I thought about it. Um, but I knew that, okay, if I partner with Kikoa, like I'm gonna have to win twice as big at least. You well, know? You, well, because like that now you have half of the pie is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, cause like for me, the, the roadmap was fairly easy and clear, yeah. okay. okay. Straight line, you know, it would have just yeah, kept flipping yeah. houses, building the piggy bank, buying cash flow yeah. properties, rinse Be- and repeat. Before we go on to that, like the, I think that's a really good, like, um, like the fact that he is willing to offer like half for like the, the for like was probably like less than half of the work or less than half the value. I think it speaks volumes to a way that a guy is going to treat a partnership. I think so. Yeah. If there's extreme generosity in the beginning, there will probably be generosity like later. I think, but if there's very like tightness in the very beginning, it's only going to get like more tighter in the later. So I think it's a really good like lesson where like you can kind of see what a person is like as a partner. By like like the way that they approach like deals as far as like their ability to like give away like either equity or profits or something in, in the very beginning, you know. So absolutely, mm-hmm. and I think people <clears throat> they get so caught up in trying to squeeze for every mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. percentage point yeah, of yeah. equity yeah, and yeah, profit, yeah. Yeah. and they lose sight of the big picture. Yeah. Whereas like I rather overpay my partners, yeah, my yeah. my you know the employees mm-hmm, or the contractors mm-hmm, working mm-hmm. for me. And I've learned this lesson a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It's just one, you want to pay for quality. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, if not, yeah. you're going to pay over and over again. Anyways. Yeah. 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 yeah and yeah. Uh, it's going to take you longer. It's going to be frustrating. Yeah. 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 So there's that, but you also want to pay to keep people vested on yeah, your yeah. team. There needs to be enough like of a buy-in where like it, it, it's, it's important to them too. versus like, they're not just like a slave to you. Right. Or like the, yeah. so like the sub, so I mean, so like little equity where like <clears throat> they really don't care if the deal like wins or loses. Right. So, yeah. And f- for me, it's like, I, yeah, like mm-hmm. we're all chasing our dreams and mm-hmm. financial freedom, mm-hmm. but I get so much fulfillment from seeing others too, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah. I don't want to be the only guy, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, winning, yeah. like, cause I, for me, it's, that's not really what it's about. It's way more fun bringing up alongside other guys, right? Versus you doing it by yourself. Yeah. And maybe I think, I don't know, maybe like five years, five, seven years ago, mm-hmm. like I, it, that wouldn't have crossed yeah, my yeah. mind, you know? Um, but today is yeah. totally different. Like I'm in a different business. I'm playing yeah. a different game now. Yeah, and I just like it's kind of like abundance for scarcity mindset. We're like, yeah. it's like what you believe is out there or opportunity that's available. <laughs> if you feel like it's very limited, like you feel like you have to take your pie because if you don't get it, then like somebody else is gonna get it, right? But yep. if you like, so like, and I think in our business as real estate investors, we see like the world. There's so much opportunity and like money that's out there. Like, even if you take a huge, if somebody else takes a huge piece, there's still, like, way bigger pieces for you to, oh, yeah. to have, right? Especially, like, long-term. And so, like, if you can just kind of come with an abundance mindset or, like, a long-term, like, kind of vision, there's just so much more opportunity for, like, the people who you're going to be working with, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. Playing the long game mm-hmm. is, is, it's hard, right? Because yeah, you yeah. want instant gratification. Yeah, yeah, you want to take yeah, it yeah, now, yeah. even though you know it's going to hurt you in the yeah, future. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a it takes a very mature entrepreneur mm-hmm. to make those type of decisions, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't become an entrepreneur, a mature entrepreneur, unless you go through the pain yeah, again, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the mistakes already. Right. That's true. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, for me, it, it's for the fulfillment, getting, watching other mm-hmm. people's, you know, win is huge. Cause, yeah, yeah. and like, I, I realized that that's, 
like a purpose now that I'm, I chase, you know, more than anything else. Actually. I mean, now you have a team, right? You have young guys who you're coaching and like that you're trying to bring them but at the same time that you're building something, right? It's so like that they're getting to be a part of something cool that you're building alongside them, right? So, you know, yeah. what's so awesome about it is because like you, yeah, in the Go-Giver series, yeah, right? Okay. They talk about how you're the steward of those who you who follow you okay they put their trust in you their dreams their hopes everything in Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. even their failures their frustrations Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. why i feel leadership is misunderstood okay like severely explain that because i think most people they they chase leadership because they want to be in control or they want to be the guy calling the shots in the front okay and that's one of the things you get when you make when you earn the right to lead okay okay you know um but leadership is not that. Leadership mm-hmm. is sacrifice. Good leadership is not that, right? Yeah. Like good that, leadership yeah. is sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You, it's putting everyone else ahead of mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. and leading by example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, and I tell our, this to the guys, who, we joke about it, but yeah. you can't be the real deal 99% of the time. Okay. You, know, you have to okay. be 100% of the time. Yeah, yeah. 100% genuine mm-hmm. 100% mm-hmm. integrity you know inspiration mm-hmm. passion yeah and because the 1% if you crack you know yeah yeah it it all gets erased you know I be- mean that that I yeah that's so so true not just erased it gets turned on you because now you're fake mm-hmm. you know you get labeled as fake mm-hmm. because yeah maybe we talk about being a go-giver and you know and mm-hmm. helping and abundancy mm-hmm. but the 1% chance like that you crack and you, yeah, you go yeah, against yeah. your principles yeah yeah um that it throws everything out the window and yeah. then some you lose yeah, everything yeah, yeah. You know? so, to tell a story of maybe to understand why i'm so passionate about where okay. i'm in now okay like is that one year <clears throat> from 2011 to my last year in college okay um it was very how i was very nervous right okay, i didn't know what okay. i wanted to do I just had this moment. I used to work out at the 24-hour fitness over there. So I, I would uh, go work out, I'd leave my phone in the car because okay. we didn't have AirPods and stuff. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, so when I went back to the car, I checked my phone. Like, okay. I remember one night, it was just no messages, no calls. And I started okay. to scroll back. I was like, when was the last time like, someone called me? Okay. You know? okay. And um, I had to scroll quite a bit. You know, a few days, I was like, I don't even need a phone. Like, why do I even have this thing? Okay, okay. Um, and then I just started thinking having this moment like huh like if i died today mm-hmm. like the, my family and friends would be sad but yeah. nothing would stop like i felt it would be such a shame yeah you know because yeah. uh i didn't get to be important to many people you feel like there's a you're supposed to make a bigger impact in life than where, where you were at that moment in time i think that is true i think that's just been in me i guess mm-hmm. and it's taken a little while and and things that to happen in my life for me yeah, to yeah. understand it yeah but i definitely understand it today i know mm-hmm. what that was um and i was chasing fulfillment purpose yeah, yeah you know um and i was i have ambition in me and i mean i've, I've definitely seen <clears throat> that ambition kind of come out as far as just like the the impact that you made not only to like other investors but like people you're helping along the, along the way there's such a big thing that you're building and that you're impacting from like from that little moment in the, in the gym like in your car like the 10 years ago to now it's like it's like night and day and to seeing where you where you've come is like it's like it's been amazing and inspiring for me to watch i've only seen the last few years but i mean like the last few years that i've seen has yeah. been like super awesome oh thank you because like i am proud of my story like mm-hmm. you know people have you know all kinds of stories yeah but, yeah yeah and um you know mine 
wasn't as traumatic as, as mm -hmm. a lot of them, mm -hmm. but it's, I, I feel if you understand the lessons, it's still important mm -hmm. to share. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, That's um, it. the lessons I learned there was gratitude mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. sometimes today, like I literally can't keep up with my messages, my yeah. emails, yeah. my voicemails, nor do I want to now, Yeah, yeah. you know, like sometimes I just can't pick up my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you're so busy, like yeah. you're, you went from like no messages for 10 days to like now like you've got like too many that you can't even answer in the, in the course yeah. of the day. Right. So and, like, I really feel horrible sometimes, you know, <laughs> but like until I can, you know, put things in place to handle that. Like yeah. to me, it's like, I'm, I deal with, I like to be present, you uh -huh, know, like, uh -huh. and usually I'm in the office, so I'm present with mm -hmm, the team mm -hmm. and that's all kind of really my focus is right yeah, now. Yeah. Um, but it's been a long journey with learning these le lessons, especially yeah. leadership. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. It, business is not really a solo thing. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, you need a team and you yeah. need to empower. Yeah, and how do you yeah. inspire and motivate people? Yeah, you know, yeah. People are really complex. Like, it's come to it's find like, out. it is a complex. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it's not as simple as like someone, at some least people make it for sure. Yeah. 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 And, and really all of the, I, and I try to teach this, to everyone is the majority mm -hmm. of success in business and life I feel are held in the intangible mm -hmm. lessons, mm -hmm. not the tangible mm -hmm. lessons, you know, what do you mean by that? So the tangible lessons like for our team okay. would be learning our credit box, okay, understanding okay, LTVs, okay. understanding okay, leverage. Okay, what do okay. we offer? What is our rate ranges? Okay. All that, okay. Right. Um, the intangible lessons is one of gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of giving, serving, yeah, yeah. giving value, the, the intangible lesson of finding a seat like I did yeah, multiple yeah. times where you are the person giving value mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that people rely upon. Because if you don't, if you're so scarcity minded and yeah, you're so yeah. worried, you want to save everything, all yeah, the information yeah. that you have, and you don't share anything, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then you, that means you have, you give nothing and you have no value. If yeah. you have no value, you're worth nothing. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense, right? If you yeah, give yeah. all that you can yeah. away, then what comes from that? It's Everything kind of like, and then some. And it's, I mean, there's a lot of other, like, I mean, like, when you say intangibles, I really like that, that, that phrase because there's like, when people come across a problem, like how do they, like, do they try and like, like solve it or they run away, right? All yeah. these different things. And this abundance mindset, are you trying to like add, add value into the world or are you trying to take value from the world, right? And yeah. so like, what's crazy is like, as you kind of add more value, like, you kind of like get tenfold back without like realizing it. And sometimes it's not immediate, but like sometimes it's down the line. But as you add value, there's a whole bunch of things that are happening. Like you're becoming a better person. Like your, your brand is building, building. You're getting a reciprocity and goodwill from other people. And at the same time, you're just, you're improving your craft. I feel like every time that I'm coaching somebody or yes. helping somebody to like get better, I actually get better myself through the coaching itself or like through like whatever I'm trying to teach or give. Like, absolutely. Know, so, yeah. Like I'm, we have, uh, Three guys right mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. who are kind of in this incubation period okay. in our company where um, two of them live in Vegas, one of them okay, live in Tampa. Okay. And um, we needed more guys who were mm -hmm, prime for scale. Mm -hmm. So we brought them in. But we know how important it is to be in the office. Yeah, yeah. So we required minimum 30 days of okay, them being okay. down here. So we're okay. putting up in a, them up in a place okay, okay. right now. Like, and it's awesome, like, oh, it sounds like lessons. a fun time, man. <laughs> yeah, it can get exhausting, but mm -hmm. and, but like, it's it's hardcore entrepreneurship mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all the time, mm -hmm, and I think that's the only way to do it to really grasp all yeah. the lessons, yeah, like those intangible ones, which are hard to understand, especially yeah. if you're you're a young entrepreneur in survival phase, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> where 
they just want to tell me the tangible information yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. get that done. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. no, you won't. Because even if I do give you all the tangible information, yeah. like when you go out there and do it, it's not going to come to you because yeah, you haven't yeah, done yeah. the work inside. Yeah, yeah. And it's important to do the work inside, meaning mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. growing. The mental work, right? The, the mental, the, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you have to the... understand yourself. Like, where mm -hmm. are your boundaries? Like, mm -hmm. where are you? Where are your principles? Yeah, yeah. You have to know that before you go into business yeah. because otherwise you'll, go, you'll get run over. Yeah. Especially yeah. in real estate and finance. Think about this. And I tell our team this to okay. keep them sharp, you know, okay. is the... If you're a high-level entrepreneur okay. with high ambition, okay. you know, the, the do-whatever-it-takes motherfuckers, okay. you know, those guys, okay. what industries are you going to gravitate towards? Okay. It's going to be a high-dollar amount, right? It's going to be something where you can make a lot of money. So you're going against all the other high-mother efforts, right, who, who, <laughs> want, who, want, who, are, who are hungry as well, too, Real right? Real estate so, and finance. Yeah. That's where they go. Okay. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got lucky, but I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm gladly here. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, so... No, but we gravitate here yeah, yeah. because, yes. The opportunity is so huge in these spaces. This is, this is where, right? so. these are the industries that created the most millionaires, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. mo biggest wealth. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a perfect strategy or thing to chase mm -hmm. if you're a main street player, which yeah, most yeah, people yeah. are. Yeah. You know, so it's a good reminder because the real deal guys, they, they, do, they do know their principles. Mm -hmm. They know where... The moment someone starts to speak to you disrespectfully, yeah, is where to draw the line respectfully. Yeah, yeah you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. So, if but if you don't take the time to study, mm -hmm. you know, and, and self self development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just so you feel like a better person inside. It's to actually be a better entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. You know, you it, have to. It's you such have to a cross. It's such like a. Um, they're so connected, like your personal mm -hmm. life and your personhood with like your business and your entrepreneurship. It's who you become as a person is a direct reflection of how you're going to be doing as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, right? So, yeah. yeah. And as a young investor starting yeah. out, yeah. I wouldn't have been ready for yeah. these words. And um, so like a lot of the tangible information you probably won't get from me anymore yeah. <laughs> because like you can find that anywhere. On Google, Just on go YouTube, Google, whatever. search, yeah, so, like okay. what, what, how to pull the latest best list, list yeah, or yeah. what marketing piece works mm -hmm. or strategy works now. Mm -hmm. Like you can find that that's there. Like for me, it's like, if I only have like 30 minutes, like I want to talk about really the important lessons mm -hmm. that you need as an entrepreneur or investor to make it. This is like the most frustrating, like kind of coach that I've had over my life is like, just give me like what I need to do. Right. Yes. But like, no, I'm going to like give, make you like learn it by yourself or learn the hard way. And like, this is the, these are some of the most frustrating like conversations because you just want it now. Yeah. But then like when you don't get it after the fact, you realize, wow, I'm so glad that Corey didn't give it to me up front because yeah. now that I had to like figure out and find for myself, I appreciate it more. I know it more. I own it more. And along the way I learned these lessons that will like help me for the rest of my life. And yeah. So. And sometimes like, you want to help so bad. Yeah. You want to just give the handout, yeah. right? Because like, you just want to see a win. Let's end this conversation. Let's like help yeah. you to like this. Exactly. So, yeah. But like, that's, that would be wrong. Mm -hmm. if, like if I, cause I understand like, yeah, I'm not yeah. going to rob that person of their, that yeah. glory yeah, yeah. that they'll feel, mm -hmm. you know, and then, cause once they go through it themselves mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they come out the other end, now they can lead someone there. Yeah. Through that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, they so earn, that's how you earn leadership. Yeah. 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 You know, that's that, so true. Sometimes you have to figure it out for yourself. Yeah.
this is, I mean, it's amazing talking like the just leadership, business ownership with you later. We got to have like another like just chat, like lunch or just like the, some of the different kinds of things. But yeah. going back to your story, I know like the, you made a lot of money in real estate, but there's, it's not always like roses and rainbows, right? There's been like a few losses in your career. Did you ever have like a big loss in any of your fix and flips? I had many losses, <laughs> you know. And, Tell us like the most, the biggest <laughs> and the most interesting one. <laughs> so our the biggest one was... Okay. Uh, project out in Kahala. Okay, how much on Hunakai Street? How much did you end up losing or on this project? We lost over seven hundred thousand. Wow, that's yeah. crazy. Okay, yeah. tell tell me more. It <laughs> never <laughs> like it, it never gets. You're the man. To say that. <laughs> you know, so and and look, that's what I mean by the entire. That, that hurts. Lessons. That hurts me just hearing that. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you know, I okay. what Kiko and I realized. Okay, is that um. If we have to pull any lessons from that, mm -hmm. like what is the beauty of, of going through something like that, okay, if there okay. is any, is so that I can sit here and tell you about yeah, it okay. and tell you know, your following about it because there are a lot of lessons. Mm -hmm. I feel like I became a better investor after that mm -hmm. deal, you know, and, and because one, we bought wrong. Okay. You know, it was, it was too high and even the comps were showing it. We relied too much on forced appreciation. Okay. So you're, you're kind of just like a little bit too rose colored glasses when you're on your purchase yep. and you just say, okay. Yep. So we, um, we, we made the numbers work on okay. that one, you know, and kind we, of fudge the numbers. So you just, cause you really wanted the deal. So. Yeah. I wouldn't say fudge the numbers, but okay. we, we had a choice. Okay. Do we go big and, you know, go for permits, blow the roof out, okay, a frame, okay, like, okay. you know what I mean? Okay, like, okay. or do we just renovate as is like how we normally would yeah, do it yeah, and yeah, put yeah. it on the market? Yeah. We opted to go big okay, and that was okay. a mistake. You know, okay. that was mistake. Number one, well, mistake okay. number one was bought wrong. Okay. Bought too high. Okay. We probably bought like maybe two hundred thousand dollars over okay. what we should have okay okay, okay. so right there is yeah. bad you know okay. we made all the mistakes okay okay we, I mean, we under budgeted 000. yeah okay. under budgeted underestimated have. the time okay um we chose the wrong strategy okay we decided to go the long route which okay. turned out to be a lot of headaches took us three years to offload that wow property. that's a long project and um <clears throat> like you know you pay high interest rates yeah, yeah, for yeah, yeah. that type of money. When you're holding that, that yeah. big of a balance, right? So, so we were bleeding 15 grand a month. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, what else? And really like everything happened once we even finished and we're ready to sell, we put fresh sod in on the okay. hottest day of the year. Okay. It shocked the grass. By the time I got there the next day, it was all dead. <laughs> okay. So I call our guy. I'm like, okay. dude, like you sold me dead grass. Like what the heck? <laughs> He said, no, like he said, and I sent him a picture and he's like, Oh, I just put that in yesterday. And so the, the grass died okay. <clears throat> we tried to revive it and it came back like in half the area. So we have to get new sod. Okay. Okay. The new sod came in with a bunch of sod killers, these worms okay. that kill okay. the sod. Basically. Okay. So like you guys are just like fighting like yeah. bad off the bat. And that's okay. just the, like just the scratching the surface. The so, but the, the major, the one thing I can be proud of mm -hmm. going through that experience mm -hmm. is that we never gave up. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, for three yeah. years. Yeah. And you got to think after a Just year. Battle after battle, trial, yeah. challenge after challenge. <clears throat> after a year, you're already writing it off. You know, yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. a project like that. It's like, okay, this is a loss. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. mitigate the damage. Just cut yeah, the bleeding, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what I hopefully, you know, new investors understand is sometimes when you, when you, when that train gets rolling, it's hard mm -hmm, to stop, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and a project like that, fortunately, like we were, we had enough wins that we the, could the, absorb the year too. a loss like that. Which is amazing because like the, most people can't 
if they have like some people don't even have seven hundred thousand dollars to lose in the first place and even if you do like yeah. you'd be trying to pay them back for the rest of your life or many lifetimes over but the fact that real estate has given you the opportunity where you could stomach that loss and laugh about it today and i mean it still hurts like, <laughs> yeah, just hearing yeah. about it but i mean just the fact that like it's what real estate has done for you as the opportunity financially wise to be able to stomach those kind of losses it's amazing just like a testament of itself i'd say well yeah thank you and you know, you don't, again, you don't mm -hmm. understand the lesson, like, mm -hmm. like, how am I going to come out of this better? <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. like negative 700,000, like so, show me uh, the intangible lessons, <laughs> you know, like I'm waiting, but really another, like the lessons are like one, we never gave up, yeah, which is yeah, the right yeah, thing to yeah, do. Yeah. We paid all of our investors back yeah. plus what we owed them, you okay, know? Okay. Um, so we did the right thing. We yeah, didn't give yeah. up, you know, so that's what we could be proud of. Yeah. We put out a, a beautiful product, you know, somebody got a really good deal <laughs> on it because we were motivated sellers at that point. And, uh, like the lessons that hold true to us today is all, all mm -hmm. the intangible ones, yeah, yeah. you know, where it's like, okay, when your back's against the wall, are you going to do the right thing? Yeah. Yeah. You know, and when you're facing having to, write a check for $700,000 when you're supposed to be getting a check, yeah. you know, that's, like that's, so brutal, that's pain, you know, it's like, okay, there's a growth coming. <laughs> here's girl. Here's the check. Boom. Like no, no matter what, that's a step backwards. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah and yeah. it was, um, but for guys like Kiko and I and our team, mm -hmm. like there's, we only see the end zone. Yeah. We don't see anything else. The long, I mean, the long-term game is in the long-term it's a blip, but in the short-term it's so painful, right? Yeah. It's like just, but you guys are so good at seeing like the, the long-term vision and where you guys are planning to go with that. Like even as you come across these obstacles, you're able to like look at them with a good light and with a good perspective so that you can actually like make the right decisions for the long-term, right? Like pay back all your lenders, make sure you take it to completion, make sure all the relationships that were involved in these things are like intact and they're, and they're good, right? So. Absolutely. Yeah, especially in Hawaii. Yeah. You can't make mistakes out here. You can't be the 99% in Hawaii. If you're the 1%. Yeah, yeah. You can't you know, like screw anybody over toast, here. Like it's like, a, such a small community. So. Yeah. 100%. So, I mean, look, looking back on your journey, like you've had so many different lessons and such like a success over the years. Somebody who's just starting out, they, they're like, they're just brand new to real estate or real estate investing and they kind of want to get started. What's a word of advice that you would give to somebody like that? Somebody just wanting to get started. Yeah, somebody just wanting to get started. Honestly, I would find a seat okay. like I did Okay. in a mastermind. So it doesn't have to be a mastermind group. Okay. So find a way to bring value to those you want to okay. be like. Okay, okay. In you know, the near future and serve them. Find a way to give value. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. And sometimes maybe you go to a, a networking event and nobody mm -hmm. really clicks for you okay you know okay. even the person who everybody's looking up to and everybody's yeah, yeah. crowding around and trying yeah. to get information from yeah, yeah, yeah like they might not be the guy for you mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. so it doesn't have to be that person yeah like, okay, okay. And, but find somebody that maybe that you is a little bit ahead of okay. you and find out like what they need and okay. how can you bring value yeah yeah you know to them and you and we all have value to give, even if it's just an ear. You know, like some of the things like giving value, even at a networking event, mm -hmm. right? Like, um, I tell our guys is like when you're at a networking event, and I know this because I was an introvert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I call it Operation Save the Introverts. <laughs> okay, okay. Like yeah, when like you go to a networking release. event, like, <laughs> okay. don't go for the guy that everyone else is going for. Okay, you know, because if we know that to build solid relationships, yeah. 
it comes down to the KLT principle. Mm -hmm. Like people do business with those they know, like, and trust. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. So if we know that to be true, then we should focus on that. If okay, we get okay. the moment you feel you built enough rapport where they mm -hmm. know you, they like you and they trust you mm -hmm. and you exchange information. Now everything's icing on the cake. That's the close. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It starts, that's where like the whole, that's where business is built. And those three principles after like the, the money, like the deals, there's almost like formalities at that point. Once you build that exactly. foundation. So. Yeah. Once you build that foundation, like mm -hmm. that to, to us, like that's when you know you, you close, not yeah, when you make yeah. a sale, Yeah, you know? Um, and, and, so the operation save the introverts is like okay. you go to the networking <laughs> event, right? There's going to be the introverts on the okay. side looking at their phone, <laughs> okay. praying that somebody comes to them uh, and saves them mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, says hi, mm -hmm. you know, cause they're not going to be the guy to initiate conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're introverts. So let's take the low hanging fruit and okay. be their hero okay. and save them immediately. Look, they know you. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And immediately they like you because yeah, it's like, yeah. thank, thank you. You know, Daniel's talking to me, <laughs> so you know, and like now it's just the trust which mm -hmm, you build through mm -hmm, the, you know, exchange mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. the genuine relationship building long term. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that's, you know, our initiative at first. Like when you go to these groups, like look for those guys, let's be their hero first and then go, you know, for the others. <laughs> that's such a good strategy. I'm going to have to. Yeah, that's such a good strategy. That's, yeah. that's so insightful. Well, I mean, thank you so much, Corey. I mean, like, so awesome hearing your, your story, like the, all the cool things you've done. We got to have another episode later, just like the, where you're going for the future. I know you got like some big plans, but like the, just appreciate having you on and just being a, a good friend. Like where can people find me, find you if they want to, um, they want to learn more about you? Um, I'm on social media. Okay. Uh, Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Okay. Um, now more and more, I'm just gravitating towards Instagram because <laughs> okay. I need less. So Instagram, Corey.Nemoto. Okay. Okay. Perfect. That's it. Awesome. Well, thanks for being on the show, bro. Appreciate you. And... Thank you.